You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. This show is sponsored by Kingdom Builders Live. I want to tell you about Tamara Lowe and Kingdom Builders Academy because I did something very unusual. I actually went to them and asked them to sponsor this podcast. The reason I did that is because of the amazing results that they've been getting for everyday Christians over the last five years, turning them into best-selling authors, high-ticket coaches, and successful public speakers. If you're looking to make your first 100K as a writer, speaker, coach, or online entrepreneur, I give my highest recommendation to Tamara Lowe and Kingdom Builders Academy. I've personally gone through her training and I hired her to be my coach to help me get to the next level in my business. Now, Tamara Lowe is a New York Times bestselling author and has worked with world leaders like George Bush, Billy Graham, Colin Powell, Mother Teresa, Peyton Manning, and many more. She is recognized as the number one expert in teaching Christians how to increase their income, impact, and influence. Now, coming up very soon, Tamara is putting on a free three-day live online event called Kingdom Builders Live that will show you how to go from zero to six figures in as little as 12 weeks as an author, speaker, coach, or online entrepreneur. You can get all the details and register for free at www.kingdombuildersevent.com. And when you use that link to register for free, Tamara has even agreed to send you a free copy of her best-selling book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your God-Given Purpose. This is something she is doing exclusively for my listeners of this show. So register now for Kingdom Builders Live and get a free copy of Tamara Lowe's book at kingdombuildersevent.com. Listen, if you've ever wanted to write best-selling books, impact lives as a public speaker, launch your own coaching program, create online courses, or start an online business, then your next best step is to register for Kingdom Builders Live, a free three-day live online event. You could grab your free ticket now 
and get a free copy of Tamara's book at kingdombuildersevent.com. That's kingdombuildersevent.com. And now on to today's show. Today, my featured guest is Jeff Caliguire, and you can find Jeff at wetraincoaches.com, wetraincoaches.com. Now, uh, Jeff is the founder and president of We Train Coaches, a program that trains coaches who transform lives and build thriving businesses. He's been practicing transformational coaching professionally since 2001 and certifying transformational coaches since 2017. In addition, Jeff is the president of Convergence Point Coaching since 2009 and co-founder of Soul Care with uh, his wife, Mindy. Uh, he is the author of eight published books, including The Habits of Hope and Transformational Coaching. Jeff is a former senior pastor and president of a nonprofit in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. After struggling with burnout and depression, Jeff discovered coaching as a tool to help him build a life he loved. In doing so, he found his calling and passion for helping others care for their souls and live out all that God has for them through real transformation. He's a graduate of Cornell University and Dallas Theological Seminary. He's been married to Mindy for 33 years, has three adult sons, lives in Louisville, Colorado, and is the co-creator, again, with his wife of Soul Care Ranch in Boulder, Colorado. Now, Jeff uh, took time out of his schedule to come on the show Uh Startup Nation, if you're familiar with some of the uh, wildfires that are happening in Boulder, Colorado, um, in that area, all those homes got burned to the ground. Uh, Jeff's home got spared. Uh, Two homes next to him didn't. And uh, so he's now staying at a retreat house because of smoke damage. So he took the time to honor his commitment to be here on the show. I like when guests do that. They keep their word in the matter. These are the people I enjoy having on the show. So Jeff, uh, thank you for being here. Welcome to Broken. Uh, welcome to that's my other show. Welcome to your first 100K Top 100 podcasts in entrepreneurship. Uh, take 30 seconds and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, um, something that has come to mind. I, I've written a book that was uh, fiction slash nonfiction, and uh, when you write a book, you you put in a plot twist. And a plot twist means, you know, you're kind of going along and then suddenly things change, you know, something dramatic happens. And I feel like, you know, what what's helped myself and my wife in the last week as we've experienced, you know, the greatest fire, most expensive fire in Colorado history is going, all right, we've just come in, into a plot twist. And this is not what we expected. It wasn't what we were planning for sure. But how do we live in a plot twist? And I know that listeners today, you know, that are on this podcast, that you've experienced your own plot twist. So what does it mean now to live into what we're supposed to do? Yeah, thank you for setting up the conversation. And we're going to get into that. But before we do, take a minute to share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, Joseph, a lot of times our passion comes out of our pain. And uh, I, I was a guy who grew up in New Jersey, which is not far from a place called Long Island. Uh, but uh, my dad was a CEO of a company in New York. Uh, I grew up where things were kind of going, you know, really smoothly in my life. I get to my senior year in college and I'm sitting in a class. I don't remember if I was paying attention, but I, I started feeling under my chin and I noticed I've got this other Adam's apple. And uh, I 
start to go, what's, what's going on with my body? And making, making what could be a very long story short, uh, the doctors first thought I had cancer, but what they realized was I had stress and my body was reacting to the stress. And the stress was, okay, life's going along now, what am I gonna do with my life? And, and so what I've come to realize is in my life, my body tends to show my temperature and, and, and really what's going on. And so, you know, sometimes we need to tune into our body. For me, it was very physical. Fortunately, I, I didn't have cancer, but it did lead me on a journey to go, how do I start living in such a way that I don't just, you know, uh, think about getting rid of anxiety, but actually have a way to do that. And that began this whole journey for me. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. And what you're bringing up, I think a lot of entrepreneurs deal with, right? Anxiety, anxious thoughts, uh, worry about the future, um, things they can't control, right? And, and well, what do I do with that? I can't control it. It's impending doom. Uh, so, they get anxious, they get stressed out, then the, many of us get angry. We get angry and we don't know how to let release that anger. So we get into all types of bad things, man, right? These are some of the people I get to coach um, come to me with a lot of those, uh, you know, bad outlets that ruin their families, right? Ruin their businesses, etc. ruin their lives. So Let's not paint a dark picture. We're here for business, Jeff. Jeez, man. All right. So let's get into it. How did you make your first $100,000 uh, in your current business? We train coaches. So take us back in time. How long ago was that? Um, and what did you have to go through? Like, like paint us a picture. Tell us that story. Yeah. You know, for a long time, I was, I was just kind of limping along as a coach. I'd become a coach in 2001. And, uh, and then, and then I tried to do a whole bunch of different things. I tried to coach. I did some financial advising. I worked with Smith Barney. I, I did some speaking and what, what I found was that, um, <laughs> well, I, I wrote an article a number of years ago, uh, and wrote a blog post called March 4th on March 4th. And, uh, March 4th is the only day of the year that is actually a command. I don't know if you, you know, you've ever thought about that. And as I was writing the, the post, my challenge was sometimes you need to leave behind something in order to engage, you know, what you're really supposed to do. And so I was I had this like um, portfolio of things I was doing, including coaching. Uh, I was, you know, in financial advising, wealth management and these things that sounded, you know, really big. But I was kind of just making a little bit in each in each pot. And as I sent this article challenging other people to let go of some things in order to focus on what you're really good at, God spoke to me, Jeff, you need to let go. And that day I needed to let go of my financial advising business and just be Jeff coach. And by doing that, it began like, I mean, because I, I let go of income, I let go of, of money that was coming in every month through my the investments. And so and it was scary. And and yet, in doing that, it was just from that point on that things just started to consistently grow uh, in my business as a coach, because I, I was coaching, I was Jeff coach, not Jeff with a portfolio of things that he was doing. And so I think that 
you know, was, was kind of the key juncture for me. And, and it was, I am Jeff coach, not Jeff, all these other things. Jeff, I think this is a very important thing you're bringing up. Uh, so many of us and many of you startup nation, uh, you got your hands in too many pots. Let's be real. And you take advice from a lot of these gurus that say you should have multiple streams of income. Yes, you should. But what you're not getting is that you first must focus and invest in one stream of income, build it up to where it's sustainable and you can automate that. Then you move into the next stream, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. If you're trying to do four, five, seven different streams of income all at once, you limp along in life. You limp along in your business and in your finances, just like Jeff did. So Jeff, how did you make the decision or what was the deciding factor uh, on letting the what was working, the successful financial portfolio uh, business go uh, versus taking on you know, coaching that wasn't proven yet. Like, how did you make that decision? Why wouldn't it make more sense logically to stay with what would, was bringing in the income? Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bringing in that much income. So like once I started to realize, and I did the math, I realized I was spending so much time investing in my licenses and doing all those things. And, uh, and, and so I'm coaching other people uh, to to really find, you know, what's the unique thing that you bring? How do you focus on what God has made you to do? And here I am doing these other things. And when people would introduce me, they're like, well, what, what do you do, Jeff? You're a financial advisor. Well, what, you're a coach. Are, are you train coaches? And 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 suddenly, you know, they're confused mm-hmm. and 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 I'm confused. And even though I believe that financial advisors can bring a coaching component it wasn't what I was really called to do. And as I, as I let go of that, and, and even just like one of the questions I'd ask people as a coach, and maybe you do too, is, hey, if, if God blessed you, you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? And for me, it, it was, I would, I would raise up coaches. Uh, I, would, I would bring coaching into a spiritual component of coaching into the world. And yet I was focusing such a little bit of my time on that. And so I felt like I was being inconsistent. So I guess, you know, as someone recognizes, am I living a portfolio life or am I focused? And and ultimately too, you know, as you get focused, then you realize there's finances behind the focus and then you can start building other streams of income. But I know in my own journey that I was trying to be a lot of things because and ultimately I was scared that if I let go of something that was bringing in income, I wouldn't be able to replace it. And I think that's what keeps people in a lot of jobs that really aren't them because, well, hey, I know I've got a paycheck here. I know if I've, I've got this stream of income and, and fear drives us instead of confidence, vision, faith. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so here I am teaching those things and not doing it. And when we're being inconsistent with ourselves, we, we need to stand back and go, all right, how do I become consistent? Mm. Big lesson there. What was the biggest mistake you made in business and how do we avoid it? Um, yeah, I mean, a big mistake that I made is not investing in my own growth. Uh, I, I was a guy, I mean, I, I did coaching for years and didn't invest in my own coaching. And 
uh, you know, I would become busy doing a lot of stuff and I didn't have disciplines of caring for my soul, of, of growing myself. Uh, and, and so, you know, a lot of times we're, we're doing things, but we're not thinking about our own being and we just think our being will take care of ourselves. So now I've, I've developed, you know, morning practices and, and spiritual practices. And I work with, I work with more than one coach because I realize it takes an army for me. Uh, but I, I feel like the whole concept of when you invest in yourself, um, that that flows out into your business but a lot of times we tend to think well i don't have time or money or energy to invest in my own growth and that is a lie got it so you're doing over six figures now in your coaching practice what was the number one marketing strategy that helped you attract more customers yeah so again going back to the what are you great at you know there are so many marketing strategies i mean and, and it's almost overwhelming especially in coaching or in a lot of startups you you think you've got to do everything and and for me it was important to step back and go all right what do i do you know i i am a uh, i'm a writer uh, I, I, I love communicating. So I send out every Monday now an email that gets shared by other people, but it's, it's what I'm learning. It's, it's me. And so a lot of times, you know, people are, are, again, they're doing a resume of marketing instead of focusing. It's important to establish the rhythm of your marketing. And, and create the habits. So, I mean, I, I wrote a book called The Habits of Hope. I think, you know, I'm not going to write this book. Maybe someone else should. Maybe you should, Joseph, you know, The Habits of Marketing. And, and I think if you can find what are the main things that we do, and then what are the things uh, that I can create as a habit, and then who do I need to bring in who does the other stuff? Uh, one of my favorite books that I've read in the last uh, six months is called Who Not How. It's uh, by uh, Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And the question is, you know, instead of going, how do I do this? Who can do it? So I would say, number one, find what it is that you uniquely do and then create a habit and then go, okay, what else? So like right now, you know, we're about to, to hire somebody who can be a, a social media marketer for us because I'm, I'm okay at it, but I'm not great at it. And so who needs to do the things that are in your marketing that you really aren't great at? So speaking of that, what was the number one process or system that helped you automate your business? Uh, the, the number one process was just a calendar where I put those things into the calendar. Um, in, in your calendar, you've got to have your marketing. And uh, and so like there's as a as a coach, there's marketing that's about you know, in a day, you're going to talk to people who are possibly client, clients, and that's in, in the calendar. And then the other thing that's in the calendar is the development of your content. Uh, the development, you know, so like every Monday, I know I'm developing content. And so, you know, those are different, but they're both important. And so, you know, what, what does it look like in your calendar where you're doing those habits so if you're saying, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to you know, create a blog post, is it in your calendar? Because a lot of times people want to do things, but it, it never makes it because it's, 
it's important, but it's not urgent. So for me, it's, it's as simple as a calendar and maybe I, I need to find the who, who's gonna take the automation to a next level. That's what, that's I know so many uh, type A, very successful business owners that if it's not in their calendar, it does not exist. Yeah. It won't happen, right? So if that's you, Startup Nation, make sure you're putting it, your intention out of your head, taking it out of your head and putting it into your calendar so that you'll actually do it. All right. So Jeff, what's uh, the number one growth strategy that helped you scale your business, right? You're about to scale it. You're training up other coaches. Uh, first, you, you were coaching them. Now you're training others to become coaches so that they can coach others. Uh, like, what's the number one growth strategy that's working for you? Yeah, number one is, you know, you need to have a vision for growth, a vision for the growth that, that flows from you. And so there, there's a book that I read, uh, I guess, about a year ago called Vivid Vision, where, where you basically write out your vision as if it's happening. Uh, one of the things I did a few years ago was write down, I, I asked a, a guy, uh, as I'm coaching a guy who was selling his business, I said, hey, if God was to bless you, you were to live into the best case scenario of your life and work, what exists five years from now that doesn't exist now? And he goes, well, that's a great question. What did you say, Jeff, to that? And I'm like, I just came up with a question. I've never answered it. And what I then, I said, let me, let me write it down. I'll tell you what I come up with. And I, I wrote, my wife and I live in Colorado. I write, I coach, I train coaches, and, and we own a ranch where leaders can come from all over the world to find healing and find a vision for their life. And I didn't, I mean, we were living in Illinois, you know, and what's happened is by having the vivid vision those things have come into place. We now own 27 incredible acres in Boulder uh, where this leadership place is being developed. Unfortunately, a fire just went through it, which is a whole other story. But, but by, by having number one, you know, what is the vivid vision that you write out that you can articulate, that you can tell someone else if they say, what's your vision? And then the second thing is asking who, not how, uh, and asking who can help me do this? Who can coach me? Who can advise me? Who can consult? Uh, who can I hire? Uh, you know, I, I wanna, I, I wanna, you know, build this marketing platform. Who knows how to do it? Uh, who knows how to do the social media marketing? And so, a lot of times, we think we need to learn it or do it ourselves instead of asking that. So, I'd say the two things are clarity of vision and willingness to to do what you're great at. Keep that focus on that but then outsource to other people. What's been your number one success strategy or success habit uh, that helps you stay motivated um, and take consistent action, even when uh, life throws curveballs at you like you're going through right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up uh, in, in northern New Jersey uh, where, you know, like complaining was, was a, a badge of honor. You know, if you if you love someone, you complain about them, you complain about life, you complain about what's not working. So for me, uh, the strategy of, of having habits in place that allow me to to come back to my positive. Uh, and so like every morning, including this morning, I pull out my my little thing called an iPhone and I, I write down well, I take I take a picture from the day before and I post it and then I write down what I'm grateful for. And, and I just list, you know, I mean, my dog, Barney, 
uh, hey, I get to be on Joseph Warren's, you know, podcast. Uh, and, you know, like those are the things that I put in this morning, including at this amazing little retreat house. And so I would say the habit of gratitude is way undervalued. And so if you don't have a habit where you're actively either putting it in a journal or putting like the more you write those things down, then you start to see opportunity. You see positive things instead of, ah, oh, this isn't going to work and there's a problem here. So, you know, what's the habit of positive gratitude that you're doing each day? Because most of us don't realize how much negativity we feed into our minds. That's well said. So what are your top three tips or strategies uh, for Startup Nation to hit their six figures this year, 2022, right? We're in it. We're, we're entering, uh, you know, halfway through January already. It's just moving faster than we'd like it to. Uh, we set these New Year's resolutions, but then we remember, oh, yeah, last year I didn't hit any. Oh, yeah, the year before I didn't either. Ah, uh, you know, this year I'm probably not going to either. And then we get into all that negative self-talk. You know what? I'm such a loser. You know what? It's not going to work out for me. Everybody wins but me. Like, what are your top three tips and strategies for Startup Nation? Yeah, you think I would have had these organized up front, but I but I would say number one is is willpower doesn't work for most of us. We only have a certain amount of willpower each day. And so a lot of times we set these goals and, and then we wonder what's the problem. You know, why why didn't I lose those pounds? Why didn't I go to the gym? Why didn't I make those sales calls? And what I've seen is, you know, we only have a certain amount of willpower, but what we what we can do is create an environment. Uh, and, and, and how we create an environment that we're going to succeed makes a huge difference. And so I'd say number one is, um, you know, working with a coach is way underrated because a coach helps you create an environment of accountability. Uh, there's, a, there's a statistic that comes from, the, uh, from, from training that if, if you write down a goal, okay, you're 47% more likely to achieve it. If you tell somebody else uh, what you're wanting to do, I want to run a marathon, it goes up to 65%. If you meet with an accountability uh, every week about your goal, it goes up to 95%. So the first thing I'd say is who, who do you meet with regularly that, that knows what you're trying to do, that's helping you stay accountable? Uh, the second thing I would say is... Um, is, is you've got to continually work on your clarity. Uh, there are three questions that I encourage uh, people to ask either each week or each year or each day, uh, not in that order, uh, is, you know, what's important about today? Uh, you know, like today, you know, like as you think of the day as you're going, what's important about today? Number two, what must get done today? You know, what, what's the thing at the end of the day, if I didn't do it, it really, I, you know, I, I did the wrong things. And the number three, what's important for the future? And, and having those questions are clarity, you know, bringing questions. So you've got you to, you know, have accountability, have a coach, um, have clarity each day, and you can ask those questions each year. And then the third thing I would say is, I mean, these, you'd almost think I thought of this ahead of time, it's community. You know, who are the people you're surrounding with that are bringing you up? Who are the who are the other entrepreneurs who are visionary, who are positive, who are spiritually minded? And, and being in those communities 
you know, brings the sense of, of the environment. So, um, you know, again, willpower, willpower doesn't work for most of us, but if you can find who are your coaches, how do I get clarity? And then what's my community? And uh, that sounds like I, uh, a sermons or something, but that those, those were what popped in mind. What are you, a former pastor? You just wing oh, it yeah. up there? Oh, you yeah. just wing it? Come on, hey, buddy. Sometimes winging it is the best way to go, Joseph. You I'm know telling it. you. You know, what I heard from this is that willpower trumps willpower, meaning mm. getting in motion, taking action, just turn the wheels. That always trumps willpower, like forcing yourself to do something like, oh, I got to do whatever. Man, just do it. Just just turn the wheels and you're going to see where's it working, where's it not working, where to turn left, where to turn right. So willpower trumps willpower. Yeah. Take that action and you'll see the next right action. All right, we're speaking with Jeff uh, Caliguire. Uh, you can find him at wetraincoaches.com. Jeff, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 11 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink now I'm it. Nervous. Now I'm nah, nervous. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> just don't overthink it. It's just All for right. fun. It's like a game show. Are you ready? Yes. All right. What's your favorite thing about owning a business? Uh, flexibility. I love the flexibility. Yeah. What's your least favorite thing? responsibility. It all, it all comes down to me. It's all the abilities. Uh, I believe we're struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently struggling with right now, either personally or professionally? How do, how do I manage all that's going on with the change in my life, especially with this fire, and then still make sure I'm coming back to what's important for my business? You know, because all of us have other things going on that can distract us. How do I make sure that I'm not I'm not losing either? Mm, got it. What are you most afraid of? Failure. Uh, not 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 living into my God potential. I feel like God's given me so much opportunity. I don't want to I don't want to squander what he's given me. Yeah, that makes sense. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Worrying. Uh, worry, worry is just such a waste of time. Uh, why, you know, don't be anxious about anything. Oh, well, should, why don't I be anxious about these things? Well, no, way too much time. Mm. What secret fear do you have about people? That they won't like me. Uh, I, I mean, I, I want to be, I want to be liked. So, I mean, I know that I can't be liked by everybody, but uh, I, I, I have that, that they won't like me. Well, Jeff, this guy, he likes you. Good Aww. job. Thanks, man. Aww. Very bromantic startup nation. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business, Jeff? Uh, who, not how, you know, like that, that I don't need to be everything to everybody that I can find. Who are the people that, that I need to bring into my life and not, I don't need to be expert in everything. I need to build a team of, of experts and, and outsource those things. I need to have advisors, coaches, uh, people who do things that I'm not great at. What is a new habit you're going to create this year? Um, golly, I missed your habit. So you'd think I'd have that right off the off the bat. You really would uh, think so. It's January. Yeah. Come on, let's it's go. It's January. The, the new habit, you know, actually it's, um, I, I just lost 35 pounds. Uh, and, and so I think the habit is, you know, uh, weighing myself every day and, and, and getting to like, if I go over a certain amount, 
I, I then need to go back on a program. I need help. I need a coach. So like not, not allowing myself to go too far without realizing it's okay to need help. So again, it's coming back to the who, not how. Yeah, I got it. So what's a bad habit you're going to break? Uh, I would say that the bad habit of, of like probably dreaming too small and not and not seeing, you know, what God's given me. I mean, I want to raise up an army of coaches uh, who, who are called to lead and and not shrinking back from saying, hey, that's the vision. Come join me. Uh, sometimes we don't invite others to join us because we think, who the heck am I? What yeah. do I have to offer? So I'd say the habit is inviting other people into the vision. Now, with that vision, Jeff, if I may ask, how many uh, coaches are in your army? So right now there's about 35 in the program. And then there's you know people who've graduated. What's different about the program? It's very mentor and in, 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 you know, like we have, everybody has a mentor. Sure. So Let me rephrase not, my question. Yeah. Your vision, how oh, many, vision. How yeah, many yeah. coaches in your army in the vision? What's the specific number you're going to get? Yeah. So um, I, I've worked on that with my own coach. I, I had said a hundred thousand, but I feel like the, it's really thousands. Uh, it's, it's raising up thousands of coaches who are spiritual leaders, who are great coaches who make over a hundred thousand because, and the reason they make over a hundred thousand is they're able to do this as a living, yes. not because there's a magic thing in it, but uh, I'd like to raise up thousands of coaches. And I've, I've kind of had to, to skew away from an exact number, but just say it's not 10, it's not 20. So it's like the reason I'm saying we, we've got 35, but we're going to raise, we're, we're going to create coaches who train coaches. We're going to build our marketing team and we're ready to go and build this nation uh, international. Uh, it's, we've got people from other countries, yep. people who are coaching in a spiritual way who transform lives. Jeff, pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, real, uh, growing, passionate. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. <laughs> Scared to death. That's one word. Um, not sure who he was. Uh, so uh, what, what's, is there a word for that? Uh, you know, like, confused, confused, yeah. confused. Uh, and, and I would say, um, needy. Like I, I felt like I needed people to, to work with me instead of going, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm great at what I do. So I think I was needy. I think I needed people to say yes to my sales needed people. So I, you know, I feel like those things have grown in me. Awesome. And last question, Jeff, if you could come back to life after you died, Look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about success. What would you say to them? I would say do the work to, to go deeper and find what God has uniquely called you to do. Find your why, find your purpose. That's not a touchy feely soft thing that mo that brings the motivation and the life um, that, that you need that, work with a coach, do, do that work. And out of that will flow. I mean, I just using a biblical term, you know, like living water. And, and ultimately, you know, that comes from going to God with asking God, what, what have you called me to? And, and then once you get that answer, you step into it, you walk with courage and you don't look back. So what I'm hearing you say for you, startup nation, Jeff is saying, find your why, then go find your who. 
Hmm. And I think that's the main I'll message preach. here, right? Right. That's the main message here. But you got to know your why first, then go find your who. Who are those people that will help you uh, in that that mission, that vision? All right, Jeff, it's time for a homework assignment. I want you to give a homework assignment to Startup Nation. What's one action Startup Nation can take this week to grow their business, grow their income and their impact? Yeah. All right. So grab a pen unless you're unless you're driving, then don't grab a pen. Uh, I would ask yourself this question. If, if God was to bless you and you were to live into the best case scenario of your life and your calling, what exists five years from now that doesn't exist now? Write that down, answer that question and get super specific. That, that's gonna tell you a lot about, and if what you're doing now isn't directly connected to that, get on a transition mode to change but but own those things truly truly answer sometimes you'll be surprised even how you answer it but that one question changed my life and i i ask that to everyone i coach it's an important question and how you answer that authentically is gonna gonna bring a lot to where you're headed now all right startup nation you have your homework assignment from jeff uh if you're serious about making your first six figures here's a guy that did it uh, take him up on this, take him up on this challenge or don't, right? It's your life. All right. Startup Nation. If you enjoy the show, go to iTunes or Stitcher, uh, and write an honest review right now. Okay. And if, if I like what you write, cause I read every single comment, uh, I will give you a shout out live on the show. Okay. Deal. All right, Jeff, uh, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? Yeah, it's simply go to wetraincoaches.com. As simple marketing as you can get. That was that came from me working with a coach. You know, what do you do, Jeff? I train coaches. And is it just you? No, it's we. You know, we're raising up an army. So wetraincoaches.com. There's an assessment there for people who are going, hey, is coaching for me? And that could be coaching as part of your leadership development, or you want to become a coach. Just go there, take that assessment. Or if you're thinking, hey, I need a coach. There's a thing that, you know, I need a coach. I want a coach. So just go there, become part of our mailing list. Uh, and we want to we wanna see you succeed. All right. We've been speaking with Jeff Caliguire. Jeff, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Thank you. It's been fantastic to be a part of this. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems. 
permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids, we lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.